Welcome to Race and Shine. Today, I am so excited to invite all of you to walk into this journey or learning how to walk, to live a surrender life to Him. So I just hope that today and this podcast is going to be a blessing to you. So let us hear His call today to surrender all to Him. everyone. I am so happy to be here today and I'm so excited even to share the first word that the Lord has been stirring in my heart to share with all of you. So I hope that you just posture yourselves to receive and I'm really Let me tell you, I I have been so touched by the Lord, by this word that he has just put in my heart. And let me tell you that even this word has been ministering my heart, not just touching my heart. It has been ministering my life and my heart in in the last weeks. So uh, as I told you, we are going to receive this word from him. And I do believe that it's an invitation of the Lord to all of us to surrender, surrender our lives to him. And I know we all have an impression or we think that we know what is a life of surrender. But I want to go a little bit further with this word. I think the Lord just brought to me a revelation. Um, like he, he used his word to show me what a surrender life looks like. And that's what I want to share with all of you. So first, I'm going to start sharing this word that is in Deuteronomy 6. Um, we all know this word, I think, <laughs> that it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words, which I command you today, shall be in your heart. So this is Deuteronomy 6, verse 5 and 6. I read it from the New King, um, New King James Version. I love this version. So I want to dig a little bit deeper into this verse. So when the Lord say the word heart, I want you to love me with all your heart. I went and I looked into the every word of this word which is the word lebab or libab. I don't know. Uh, maybe you want to look it up by yourself. Is the strong word 3824. So the word heart here means inner man, mind, and will. Look at this. This is going to be really amazing. I hope you're taking notes or you have already your Bible there and you're going through this with me because this is the idea. The idea is that we all go through what the Lord is speaking to us. Then the Lord also say, not just with all our hearts, but with all our souls. Then I also went into the strong concordance of the word soul here, here which is nefesh which means a living being, life, self, person. But I love this. Desire, 
passion, appetite, and emotions. So when I just read this and I was, oh my goodness. And the Lord say, look at this. He say that even this is a, comm a commandment, the first commandment, the most important commandment that he has given us to love him with all our hearts, soul, and strength. And I just realized how this deep, this word is so deep. Because then if I know even the deepest meaning of this word, like I'm saying what an Hebrew means, knowing that the word heart, he's saying, I want your mind. I want your will. And I want the inner man that is inside of you. Then when he say, I want all your soul, you, I want you to love me with your soul. He's saying, I want your desires. I want your passion. I want your appetite. And I want your emotions. Yes, I know it's so beautiful. But let me tell you, we cannot love the Lord In this way, if we actually are not completely surrendered to him, because we cannot make these things happen. These things happen when we surrender to him. Like when we are not just saying, Lord, I want you to love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength. But knowing what he's actually saying that he wants from you, And literally, the Lord is saying here, he wants everything from you. But to love the Lord like that, he really is a call to give up everything. It means you will have to give up your mind. Because we know what happens when we control our own mind and our own talks that comes, goes from us. So he wants your mind. He wants you to surrender your mind. What is the thoughts that you have over you? He wants your will. <laughs> so you are surrendering his will, your will to him. I'm sorry. You are saying, Lord, when I want to love you with all my soul, he wants your desires. So you will need to give up your desires the passions that you have in your heart because he wants to be part of those passions. You, he wants you to have passion for him. <laughs> he wants you to be um, this emotion, like passion about his word, about doing his will. He wants your appetite. <laughs> he wants your emotions. But in the way that he's saying, I want that, And I want you to love me in this way. At the same time, this requires a surrender. To surrender completely all of these things to him. Now, I want you to move you into a, this revelation that even Jesus. This was the revelation that the Lord gave me. And I was so broken when the Lord even took me into this moment. Of his world. So now I want to reveal to you, or he wants to reveal to us because he was his revelation to share with all of you. How even Jesus himself have surrendered his life for us. So we can surrender 
our lives to him. So in this, I want to invite all of you into the book of John. And we're going to go through um, chapter 18 and 19 today. And I want to read this word from the um, Passion Translation. I love the Passion Translation version. It's just so beautiful. And maybe this is the first time that you're knowing what the Passion Translation is. Or if you feel more comfortable reading the version that you like, do it. But I want you to receive what the Lord is saying through His Word. So in the book of John, in the chapter 18, it speaks about when Jesus knew the Judas and the people that were coming to arrest him, you know. And I want to read um, from the, I'm going to start from the verse, hmm. uh, let's do the verse. Let's start for the first one. For the first one, so it says, after Jesus finished this prayer, he left with his disciples and went across the Kidron Valley to a place where there was a garden. Judas, the traitor, knew where this place was, for Jesus had gone there often with his disciples. The Pharisees and the leader, leading priests had given Judas a large detachment of Roman soldiers and temple police to seize Jesus. Judas guided them to the garden, all of them carrying torches and lanterns and armed with swords and spears. Jesus, look at this, Jesus knowing full well what was about to happen went out to the garden entrance to meet them. Stepping forward, he asked, Who are you looking for? They answered, Jesus of Nazareth. They replied. And Jesus replied, I am he. And let me tell you, when I read this, I just, I like, I have read this a thousand times, you know, but when the Lord actually just bring this kind of revelation to you, and the Lord just showed me how Jesus, look at here, it says that even he knew what, I was, what I was about to happen. He knew people were coming for him. And he was willing to step forward. And when they will say, I'm looking for Jesus of Nazareth, he say, I am he. And what the Lord showed me is this is the first time that Jesus started walking into the perfect will of the Father over his life. He was the first moment that he surrendered himself because he knew he, is, he was going to be arrested. Look at this. He knew he was going to literally be beaten. And all the things that he went through. And he still choose to say, I am he, the one you're looking for. <laughs> it's not this just so amazing. So then uh, I want us to move into the verse uh, 8. Because Jesus replied, they, he asked them two times, who you're looking for? 
And the two times Jesus replied, I am he, you know. So in verse 8, it says, Jesus replied, I told you that I am the one you're looking for. So if you want me, let these men go home. And now I see even something more beautiful. Because the second time that he replied that he was Jesus, the one they were looking for, he not just say, I'm he, arrest me. He was not just sur surrendering him, himself, but he was surrendering himself even to defend his own disciples because he told them here, arrest me, but let this man go. So he will be arrested for us to be free. Oh my goodness. I don't know you guys, but... This was like fire in my bones the day that I was reading this word. So then I want even to show you something else. In verse 11, Jesus ordered Peter to, pour, to put his sword away. Because we know that Peter got like, I don't know what you're doing. And he tried to defend Jesus, you know. But in verse 11, look these words. Jesus ordered Peter, put your sword away. Do you really think I will avoid, look at this, the suffering which my father has assigned to me? He's saying to Peter, do you really think I will avoid the suffering which my father has assigned to me? Which means, again, we keep seeing how Jesus surrendered to the will of his father. He, he didn't even want to admit it. He completely surrendered to the will of the father. And today I want to ask you, do you think you really live a life of surrendering? And I'm asking you this from the place where I did the same question to me, to myself. And the day that I saw this, I was weeping. Because when I asked this question for me, I say, Lord, I have really surrendered my life to the point that I really did not avoid suffering in my life, but for your glory. And the answer was no. I haven't surrendered my life to you in the way that you are calling me to surrender. We think and we even say, Lord, I surrender to you. Jesus, I surrender to you. Lord, you want my heart, I give you my heart. Lord, you want my soul, I give you my soul. Lord, you want my family, I give you my family. But surrender here. We are seeing in, in a different way. Surrendering means no avoiding the suffering that sometimes we will have to go through. And let me tell you, I don't know you, but I have seen myself when I literally, I want to avoid literally all the things produce suffering into my heart or into my marriage or into the life of my children 
And that day I start weeping and I start saying, Lord, I have not surrendered my life to you. Yes, I say with my words, Lord, I surrender. But I start realizing I have not surrendered all. Maybe some part, yes. But I do believe. And then we go back into the word that we start today. When he says, love me with all your heart, your soul, and your strength. Now I even understand why even he's saying, surrender your will, your emotions, your passions, everything to me. Because it's the only way to surrender. When we really walk a life of surrendering, we will never even avoid suffering. When it comes from the Lord, obviously. Because then, when I walk through that, knowing that the Lord may allow things into my life, but for the good, for His glory to be manifest through that situation, I am living a life of surrendering. When I even, I don't avoid suffering. And this is so beautiful to see how Jesus give up himself because surrender means to give up. He give up himself to come under submission of the will of the Father for us. Look at this. This is so beautiful. Let it keep going because time is going. <laughs> this is just so much. Then I want to jump into uh, because now we said, then we, you know, uh, 18, why he goes after Jesus here, saying that he will not avoid the will of the Father in his life. Then it comes, you know, like Peter's first denial and all of that. So I want us to jump into chapter 19. And here we're going to say when Jesus was beaten, and when he was, you know, even the, um, it says here, then um, Pilatus or Pilate, I'm sorry, you know, my English is not got that good, so I'm sorry, ordered Jesus to be brutally beaten with a whip of leather straps embedded with metal. And the soldiers also both turned branches into a crown and set it on his head and place a purple a purple robe over his shoulders then one by one they came in front of him to mock him by saying hail to the king of the jews and one after the other they repeatedly punched him in the face and here I even, this just wasn't just in that moment, like, I'm sorry, just get so emotional because like when you read these words, and that's what I love about the passion, the passion translation is just say it takes you into these deep words. <laughs> I would say just deep words. Like it takes us into this picture of literally seeing things as they are. And 
I am so visual. So I love to see pictures. I, I even, you know, even when I'm learning something and people use like, you know, uh, uh, paintings of all this kind of stuff. It's so good to me because I am so visual. So I learn so easy like trying to even see the things. So when I read in the Passion Translation, that's what it produced in me. Like it just brings alive the moment. So I cannot even imagine my like myself there seeing Jesus being beaten repeatedly and pushed, punched in his face. And we know that he didn't do anything, anything. So still here, we see how much Jesus was surrendered. I just keep seeing this, and I'm sorry, I have to keep saying it. He completely surrendered his life. Then I want, I want us in the first chapter 19, but to jump into verse 20a. And it says, Jesus knew that his mission was accomplished. And to fulfill the scripture, Jesus said, I am thirsty. And then here we know that they offered this uh, jar of sour wine and they gave it to him. So in verse 30, it says, when he had sipped the sour wine, he said, look at these words here. He said, it is finished, my bride. Then he bowed his, his head and surrendered his spirit to God. Oh my goodness, again. Jesus not just surrendered his body. Jesus not just surrendered his will. Jesus surrendered his spirit to God. Oh my goodness, I don't know you, but I was like, Lord, you even surrender your spirit to the Father. So I can enjoy your spirit. He surrendered even his spirit to the will of the Father. So one day that we know when, you know, the Holy Spirit came and now we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So even now, can you appreciate the gift of the Holy Spirit? He gave up his spirit so we can one day join him or him join us and this word when it says that he has surrendered his spirit to God it was just so deep and it makes me remind about when Jesus in John 17 chapter 10 said these words when he was praying to God for his disciples and this chapter 10, look what it says. For all who belongs to me now belong to you. Now we know that here Jesus is praying to the Father for the disciples and for all of us. And he's saying, again, I'm going to say it again. For all who belong to me now belong to you. And all who belong to you now belong to me as well. Look what it says here. And my glory is revealed through their surrender lives. Oh my goodness. So now that we have seen 
what Jesus, how Jesus surrendered completely his life to the will of the Father and how he did it for us. And this prayer, Jesus say that his glory will be revealed through our lives in the way that we will surrender. Now, I have another question for you. Are you really showing the glory of God through the way you surrender to him? Wow, I know it's so deep. It's so deep because I do believe that now the Holy Spirit just not revealing to us. Look at this, the Lord, because I was praying for months already. Lord, I surrender my life to you. Jesus, show me how I can surrender my all to you. So I do believe when he brought this revelation of how, how himself surrendered his life for, to the Father and for us, he was showing me how in some way I need to surrender my life to him, what it means to completely surrender my life to him. And now, as I say, and you just, I just pray that these words again are going to go deeper into your heart. And then you can ask the same questions to him. Lord, I am really showing your glory through my surrender, what it means to really surrender to you so your glory will be revealed in the way that I live. So now I can even see something. The glory of God can only be revealed in the life of the person who completely surrender to him. So now I even see if I don't live a life of surrender, I cannot say that his glory is moving through me. Wow, how deep this word is. It's so good, so good, so good. Wow, it's just, I don't know of you, but again, I, I, even now that I'm sharing this with all of you, I just say, Lord, help us, help us. To really not just love you, but surrender all to you. So now I even think that when the Lord calls us to love him with all our hearts, with all our souls, and with all your strength, what he's saying is surrender. Surrender. Surrender to me. But until we don't really surrender to him, we cannot give fully our hearts in the way that he wants it. Because he wants your will, desires, passions, stuff, appetites, desires. He wants all of you. He just doesn't want some parts. <laughs> he wants all of you. And the Lord even revealed this to me. He says, lady, surrender is a battle. Why? Because in her flesh, it's so hard to surrender. I'm telling you, if this, if he said that he wants our will, I'm really submitting my will to him. I'm really sum submitting and surrendering my desires to him, my thoughts to him. So it is a battle. 
Because it implies giving up all rights to the one who is worthy. Is this not just so good? God has a plan for our lives. And he wants us to surrender to him. And this means we set aside our own plans and eagerly seek his. The good news is that God's plan for us is always the best. We sometimes, I know, and let me tell you one thing. We have desires, like we have our own desires. And you think that your desires doesn't, it's like God doesn't want them, God wants them. And in the way that you want those desires, if they are good and if they are aligned with him, let me tell you that he wants to desire for you more than yourself. So he will give them to you. There are different levels of surrender, all of which affect our relationship with God. Initial surrender to the drawing of the Holy Spirit leads to salvation. We know this. So even here, we are not just surrendering to Jesus. We are surrendering to the Father and we surrender to the Holy Spirit. So I really, again, I know time is going through and I, I didn't want to go so long, but it's just this word is so good, so good. And I do believe the Lord really wants you to understand what surrender means. And I don't have to walk you through this. I think His word today and this little revelation that he has given me. Maybe you already know this. <laughs> and maybe the Lord is reminding you. Maybe you know even more deep of these things. But I do believe you're hearing this. Maybe the Lord is calling you to surrender again. Or go and ask him, Lord, which are the areas of my life that I have not submitted completely to you. Go ask him. And I do believe he's going to show you because he wants that surrender from you. So he will show you in which areas you still need to surrender completely to him. So I want to say this. Surrender is obedience to the word of God. Surrender is obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because when we surrender our lives, uh, this is, even makes me remind of the word that it says that we live as a living sacrifice to him. Jesus sacrificed himself for us in that surrender because he went through suffering. He was the perfect sacrifice for us. So we also live and come to him as a living sacrifice for him. He's worthy. He is worthy of our surrender. And when we also surrender to the voice of the Holy Spirit, 
let me tell you one thing that I have been learning. And again, the Lord has been doing this work in myself. I'm telling you, don't think that, no, I'm sharing. I'm sharing. And this is what this podcast was about to be. And I told you, I want to share with you all the things that he will be speaking to me and that he calls me to share. Because I do believe he's, he doesn't just want that for me. I think this, is, this, is, this revelation belongs to all of those who love him. So I'm trying, I have been even saying, Lord, and when even start praying about, Lord, I want to surrender. Lord, help me to live a life of surrendering to you. The Holy Spirit. And start saying, now that you want to live a life of surrendering, let me see how much you will surrender to me. And the Holy Spirit will literally, literally lead me through each one of those things. Will, emotions, passions, desires. And he will start even working into my heart and showing me in which areas I have failed. Like literally just failed. But he say, if you want to surrender, hear my voice. And let me tell you what I want you to do. And when we even surrender to the Holy Spirit, let me tell you one thing. He will start changing your desires for his, your will for his. And when you even become, because again, surrender is obedience to the word of God. Which means when the Holy Spirit comes and is speaking to you through, your, through his word. And is calling you to do things that you know he's telling you to do. So you go for it. You become even so obedient to the things that he would tell you to do and not to do. And that's something that he has been doing in my life in the last months and weeks and let me tell you it has been worth it it has been worth it because now that I have been and again it's not easy let me tell you another thing don't think that surrender is once Jesus he was holy he was perfect <laughs> and we want surrender in his life he did it for us but we are humans, we have flesh, and we fail, and we're going to fail. We're not going to be perfect, which means we need to surrender to him daily. Or surrender to him is daily. So when those thoughts that are coming from my own and from the enemy, I would choose to say, no, I surrender to you, Lord. That when some wheels, they are not the wheels of the Father, the will of the Holy Spirit in my life trying to come, I would say, no, I choose to surrender. So surrender is daily. It's not just once. It's a daily walk. It's daily when I just wake up, when you just wake up every morning, you say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, today, I pray that you will help me to surrender all that I have to you to you. Lord, let it be your will, but not mine. 
Let it be your emotions, but not mine. And I do believe this has even to be when the word with the Lord say that we must die to ourselves so we can live for him. And I do believe that surrender is the first step to literally walking a life when we say, I no longer live, but he who lives in me. Wow, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. It's just so much. If you would see my notes, I like I have pages and pages and pages. But I don't want to go long. I rather prefer short and simple. But that you will leave this podcast today. We're really, we're literally your hearts are going to desire to surrender to him. And I just pray in the name of Jesus that you will go through those words that I share. That you yourself, that you're not just going to live with what I just gave you. But you will go yourself and even dig deeper, deeper. Because again, this is about you. This is about how he wants to reveal to you. And he's making personal calls. But it's in your hands if you really want to say yes or you want to say no. And I, I think that even, again, I have like notes, like a, a lot of notes from this. But I do believe he wants to get, get, leave you with that appetite. Remember that the word soul means appetite. I think he wants to feel that appetite in you so that you will look for yourself that food that literally your body is desiring. So I'm going to leave you with this today. And I hope again that his word, that his call to you to surrender will literally produce a surrender in your life like never before. So before we leave, I'm just going to pray. And again, let us see you next Monday. If God, you know, in God's will, of course. And I hope that this first podcast, because it's actually my first podcast, has blessed you. And if it has, and you think this war is going to bless somebody else, share it. Share it with somebody. Even ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, you want me to share this word? Because again, the Lord's, the word say freely, I receive freely, I give. And I do believe again, this is not about me. This is not even just about you. This is about the people that you love and that you can change their lives by what you share with them. So, if you have any comment, if you were blessed by it, please just send a message to me. And I don't know, I'm just so excited about, about how many hearts will be willing to surrender to him after this invitation that he's doing to all of us.
So let us just pray. So Father, I just thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your revelation. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each person that is going to hear this word, Holy Spirit, that you will touch them with the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. The Lord's hearts are going to be touched. The lives are going to be completely surrendered to you, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that this will be a seed in their lives that will grow and grow and grow, Father God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Again, I just thank you. Thank you for your time. And again, I hope this blesses you and bless your family or the people that you have around you. And let us hear again next week in Jesus' name.